Hello and welcome to Beyond the Message podcast. I'm your host, Joe Forrest. Joining me today is Pastor Joe Saratelli and Pastor Bob Nash, where we're taking you deeper and further than you've gone before. as a church to know Jesus and to make him known. So I want to ask you guys, what is a mission? Uh, let me start with that because I, I, I'm excited about this one. I, I um, you know, we, we talked about in the past like a vision and we talked about it of like where we're going, like it's just a roadmap, like, right? Like if I, if I have a goal in mind, a direction, a location, I know where I'm going with my vision, but uh, on what I am doing to get there uh, and I think that's what the mission is, like, is what am I doing every single day, moment by moment, breath by breath, to get to that location in mind? And so that's, that's what a mission is. I think a mission for the church is something that we get to tell our people, hey, you get to leave here with this and keep this in mind always, uh, which our mission is to know Jesus, to make him known here, there, and everywhere. So that's the what we're supposed to be doing every day. Do you want to jump in on that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, again, like that vision, a compelling vision is the why. Like, yeah, it moves the heart into there is a reality out there that we want to have and we're not there. And that mission has to be clear of the what. What are you going to do about it? And so that's the, that mission. And then you're probably going to be going in the weeks ahead to the, the how is those living out those values. So when we think of that what, a mission, um, you know, you asked me, earlier if um, where we came up with that from and it's not some cleverly invented idea that I had it's from the scriptures the, the mission we don't have a choice as a church what the mission is we all might word it different ways but the mission has been given to us by God um, what Jesus has done so we the church are supposed to do so his mission was to, to know the father and to make the father known to the world and so if that's what Jesus came to do this is what he gave to his disciples to know him and then to make him known to the world and so um, it's the great commandment with the great commission to love the Lord your God with all your heart your soul your mind your strength and to love your neighbor as yourself yeah and that, that's like right from Jesus, like, right? Like that's not like something that is made up. That's some, not something that somebody else said. But I mean, that's right from God's mouth to our ears and, and our heart. And so uh, we could see that in uh, Matthew. Uh, we see that Matthew 22. Here it is that Jesus uh, replies to this uh these this teacher are these people and he says basically uh like exactly like pastor bob said uh, uh matthew 22 verse 37 38 and 39 i uh, love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul with all your mind uh, this is the first and greatest commandment and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself yeah. and and the scriptures like go in if you look at the story of the um the the uh the Good Samaritan, you find that Jesus questions them. They say, well, my neighbor in a Jewish mindset, the neighbor would have been other Jews. And Jesus crashes that and says, no, your neighbor is everyone. Whoever yeah. is in front of you is your neighbor. And, and so that's such an important thing for us to understand, to take this good news, this love of Christ, and then to, to make him known to the world. And I think um, the reason why it's so important for the church 
to understand that is because often churches come up with their own understanding of what the mission is. And so we do that based upon personalities mm. or maybe where they want to go or what they want to do. And it might not be found scripturally. So when a church's primary focus is like worshiping God with music, then they might have a great worship team. They might have a concert, but it's not a church. If it's primarily just to go on out and share Jesus with all the lost people, you have an outreach, but not a church. If it's to, if it's to um, provide for the needs of the community around you, you might have a soup kitchen, but not a church. See, all those things encompass the things the church does to carry out its mission, mm. but the mission has been given to us by God. Mm -hmm. And we don't have, we don't, he doesn't give us the choice to change that. We might word it different from church to church. They might take those scriptures and, and, and phrase them in a way that is pleasing to the ear, dependent upon um, mm. the, the culture in which they live. But it should be, if it's a church, it should be somewhere surrounded around that, that this is what Jesus came to do. And so, of course, this is what his church is supposed to do. Mm. And, you know, I, I love the way that, um, that, you know, when Jesus was asked, when people asked, um, like, hey, how, who is my neighbor? Who is this person? They use, uh, Jesus uses the example of the Good Samaritan. And so an example of somebody loving somebody else wasn't just Jew to Jew. It was, it was a Samaritan to uh, a, um, a possibility of a, who knows who this person was. A lot of times on that road uh, that people were, where this Samaritan found this, this broken, hurt man, that was a, a lot of times a, a gimmick, a, a way in which people would rob you. And so the Good Samaritan goes, takes a risk, a step of faith, and says, I'm still going to help and minister to this person no matter what the cost may be to me or to other people. And so uh, he doesn't, Jesus doesn't highlight the Jew who is this faithful man of God who is loving other people, but he highlights a um, a foreigner, a person that's hated by Jewish people. Right. And, and so Jesus kind of crushes our idea of, of who it is that could love and who it is that we're supposed to love. And he crushes the idea of how, what is the extent of that love. It is beyond uh, comfortability. It is something that could and should probably even hurt us. That is real love. Yeah. It's a sacrificial love. Yeah, you know? And I think in, in the light of what's going on in our world around us today, and all the questions with kingdom justice and mercy and social injustice, how important it is to, to live this out now more than ever. I mean, the, 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 the hero of the story is the enemy of Israel. And, and that's crazy. I mean, as much as we look at the landscape and say like how, how much racism is ripping out the, the fabric of America or our society, this has always been the case. I mean, as much as you can say there could be hatred between races today, it was the same in Jesus' day. And a Samaritan was considered the, the lowest, the lowest of the lows. Like they were the, 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 the uh, turncoats, they were traitors, they were religious traitors, they were, um, national traitors and so for jesus to make a hero out of them and call him the good neighbor the good samaritan like when we hear that today we we name a health organizations like hospitals the samaritan's way and samaritan's person and today it's looked at in a positive light but if we were living two thousand years ago and we said the good samaritan well just think about the person in your life that you know the people groups or the sports teams or whatever it is that makes you 
Ugh, your skin crawl. And that's what Jesus did to them that day. He calls them the hero of the story, him the hero of the story. And that man, like his willingness to, to put into action those steps to bring this love to them. Remember in the story, it tells us that there was a priest and a Levite, two highly respected religious leaders mm -hmm. who walked to the other side. Mm -hmm. And so not only does Jesus make a hero out of the enemy, he makes a zero out of the ones who yeah. should have been the heroes. And yeah. so how offended they must have been to hear those words. But Jesus was trying to really speak something to those apostles, to those disciples. He, this is his last this is his last go. I mean, he is on the way to Jerusalem where he's going to give his life very soon. Like, this is it. He's already put his face towards it. And so every message he starts to tell, the closer he gets to Jerusalem, the more these have weight. And so these disciples, he's teaching them something that they're still not going to get. Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to years later be wrestling through this. Could a Gentile be saved? And I'm sure these words are going to come back to mind like, who is my neighbor? And if I can make one last comment on it, when the Apostle Paul is mm. referencing the, this, this text here, mm. he completely leaves out part A. Mm. When they say, what's the greatest commandment? He doesn't even say to love the Lord your God. He jumps right to love your neighbor as yourself. And mm. I love that because it's not, they're not really two parts. If you're going to live out one, then you have to live out the other. And so when Paul leaves out, love the Lord your God, he's saying to people who are going to go, because we would say that in the church today, we would go, I do love God. And then God would say, the word of God says, you can't say you love him who you can't see if you do not love your brother who you can see. And who is my brother? Who mm -hmm. is my sister? Who is my neighbor? Well, those are those that have not yet come to faith in Jesus or know Jesus and are, are broken or, or to whatever extent. It's who God places in front of you. Mm. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. So, it, you know, I want to take another part of our mission statement that I think is so important is, um, you know, and in, in, uh, we, we are like, I think we, we don't realize a lot of churches limit their a impact to just their backyard. Yeah. They're they're wherever they're here is. Yeah. And we have a mission statement that says, uh, know Jesus and make him known here, there, and everywhere. That means simply um, the way a simple way that we can look at this is my local community, the community that I'm not currently not in, that maybe I could send somebody else to is my there. Like that's a, we like to look at it as like the opportunity to church plant or partner with other churches to make kingdom impact. And then also the everywhere of the overseas. So mm -hmm. how can I go overseas? How can I support the missionary? How can I make relationship with the missionary? How can I um, impact the kingdom, not just in my here, not just in my local there, but everywhere, every single place, and especially in those places where the gospel isn't. And so uh, I love that we've, we have that in our statement, and it's, and it's not a, uh, um, it's not limited to wherever our church is yeah. physically located. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's not just location, but this is, it doesn't sound offensive when Jesus says to go to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. We're not offended by that today, but you would have been offended mm. then because Jerusalem meant the, the pure Jew that was in Jerusalem at the temple. Judea meant Hellenistic Jews that had Greek influences around Judea. 
but Samaria were the enemies of God. And so he's saying, he's saying, go to those that are in the church that here, mm. go to those that mm, there's sort of a foot in, sort of a foot out. Then he's saying in your communities and around the world, the enemies of God that we would consider enemies are actually victims that we need to bring the love to. And then he says, guess what? It isn't just here. It is, you have to have your eyes everywhere. And, and it is so true, Pastor, what you said, because if we don't keep our eyes around the world at the same time and in all these circles, we lose it here. And far too often, once we get in the church, this just becomes all we do. And so Christians go into the garage, they start their car up, they drive 15, 20 minutes to church past a world of lost, hurt, broken people, and then they pull in and say, good morning, brother. Good morning, yeah. neighbor. How are you? Yeah. And let's go make Jesus known. And we put a little bit of money in a plate and expect someone else to do the work that God has called every single blood-bought child of his to do. We're all part of that. Mm. And, and, um, and that's a healthy church. That the, the Acts 2 church, mm. which we love to focus on, which is my heart. Mm. Like, they tell us what we're supposed to do. They, they were devoted to the teaching, to prayer, to, to, the, to stewardship. To, to the testimony of Jesus. And that's what we're supposed to do. But one thing they didn't do is they didn't go. They didn't mm. go into the world. It took a persecution to send them out. But then you find that church in Antioch. This church in Antioch in chapter 13 is made up of all different types of peoples. And this church doesn't wait for a persecution to happen. Mm. They on their own mm. are ascending church. They go out and they send Paul, they send their best. They, they understand and they not only send them out into the world, it's so cool. They sent them back to Jerusalem. Like, they're like, we wouldn't be here without our brothers, our Jewish brothers. And even though the Jewish brothers still make us feel a little bad at times, we remember what you did for us. And you sent Paul and you sent these people out and now we're sending support and love and, and back to you. And, and um, ah, wow, what, yeah. a, what a mission to be a part of. Like, yeah. what a reason. And there's that what of the mission. Like, here's the why. There's a broken, lost world that's out there, and God wants a bride. What are you going to do about it? What, wow, we get to be a part of this. Everyone making him known to the world. Thank you, Pastor Bob, for that great explanation about our mission. Guys, don't forget, it's the here, it's the there, it's the everywhere, making Jesus known. Hit the subscribe button if you're enjoying this podcast. We really appreciate you joining us for today. Have an awesome week.